This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. I thank God for last week as he taught us five traits of Christian disciple makers. You can't be a disciple maker. How are you going to make disciples through the leading of the Holy Ghost if you are not one yourself? But people are making what they feel in their own subcultural definition of what a disciple is when it is not what God said it is. So we might be building monstrosities. My God, are we become as Dr. Frankenstein? Shall these bones live and we're going to make our own way to make a monster come to life? Proselyting souls into an abyss that we call an edifice of the Holy Ghost? <laughs> I don't think so. God needs us to breed life. If life has come into us, we are to also be breeders of life. Sheep begetting sheep. Amen. And God is not just going to herd us. He's going to shepherd us. Amen. God is going to do a discipleship work. To change us for the better. You can't have a renewing of your mind by the washing of the unadulterated word of God until a prerequisite has been met. You need a new heart. Amen. And this age we live in, folks aren't preaching and teaching for folk to have a new heart. They want people to come as they are. And amen. Just wrestle with what you have. They're misconstruing the heart with the intellect. But the heart is full of passions and pursuits and privileges that aren't becoming holiness. Which is why God wants to take that heart. Amen. Set it aside and give us a new one. Created me a clean heart. Amen. That's a new one. Amen. God's going to clean you up on the inside. With a new heart. And he will speak to that new heart through the word. You have to meditate on it day and night. In fellowship of a local assembly. God has built it that way. Come and meet, says the Lord. Ah, the day is coming for my return. Faith in the earth has a formula. If we're not following the formula of God, but only following the traditions of men, we may find ourselves lost without hope. Why? Because we put our faith in men, in traditions, instead of being covered by the chief shepherd and bishop of our soul. And what's his name? Jesus. Amen. And he has placed organizational flow of amen having order in the house do things decently in what in order and the holy ghost has decency and order some he has placed as under shepherds to follow what he says and if you see and hear me you should see and hear what jesus is trying to get us to do amen not something else don't add if i start adding y'all run for cover amen in Jesus, <laughs> the real cover. If I start taking stuff away, that's a problem. Amen. How come you don't preach on this and this and that? 
Pastor, oh, that's not needed anymore. That's from for yesteryear. No, but God said, I am the God of uh, yesterday, what? Today and forever. Amen. Is his word, the auspices of his word, did they change? Did he say, be ye kind of holy? For I am often holy. He didn't say that. <laughs> Contemplate holiness if you want, if you feel up to it. For I sometimes I feel up to it. Did he say that? No. Whether you feel like it or not. It's not based on, on, on feeling. So the Holy Ghost is moving us in his prophetic curriculum now where he has delineated what true discipleship is and given us criteria to assess our own personal selves. What kind of disciple are we? Five traits he gave us. And we have to aim and assess ourselves with those uh, traits. Now he takes us into another dimension. If you have meditated upon that, please review it again. He's going now into Luke 24 and 1 John 3. The doctor, the disciple that was a doctor. Yes, he's going to help us with what the Holy Ghost has helped him to reveal Jesus' words uh, trying to help heal us to develop us the way he would have us to develop in 1 John 3 is giving us a warning too so that we know of what sort of spirits are out there to also ensure that we do not immerse ourselves with the mindset that is outside of the will of God. Luke 24, we're going down to verses 46 through 49 a lot of verses in this chapter of Luke and in 1st John 3 8 I'm going to read verses of scripture from the King James Version to your hearing pray you had it let's follow along amen in Luke we find that uh, Jesus said unto them that he uh, was communicating with at this moment thus it is written and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem. I have emphasized these two words. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until ye be what endued with power from on high. First John three eight. He that committeth sin is of the devil. Notice it says committeth, those who are committed continuously in a diligent manner to sin. He didn't say those who are in Jesus who make mistakes and trip up here and there, but get up and, and ask God to strengthen them and to deliver them from that, that they do it no more. Amen. And have power and deliverance that they yield not to that temptation ever again. Amen. <laughs> He's not saying that. He said those who have what Com committed sin is of the devil. 
For the devil said that. He keeps doing it. From the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. One of my favorite clauses. Purpose, the purpose of the Son of God was manifested. For what reason? That he might destroy the works of the devil. He can destroy it. If we say, Lord, here's my heart, cleanse every part. Come, Holy Spirit, breathe on me. You know, he makes us the keeper of our temple. I'm not talking about the edifice that we meet to worship in in the local assembly. I'm talking about you and me, our body, our mind. Uh, we are the temple, supposedly, of the Holy Ghost. And we have to keep our temple. Are you keeping the temple? You are the gatekeeper of your temple. Your temple could become a coven. The devil would have that. Do you want it, want it to be a coven? A place where witches meet? The thoughts of idolatry and witchcraft meet? Uh, sin is as a, a, a rebellious witchcraft kind of persona. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, right? My God. So we don't want our heart to become a coven. But it should be a place of covenant with God. Amen. You see, the Holy Ghost is trying to say to us that we have, if you are saved, a regenerated spirit. And you've always had a mind. But the mind needs to be told uh, of its purpose, moved by the purposes of heaven. If you have a regenerated spirit, it will tell your mind uh, even to think on holy things. So the, the, the spirit and mind of today's society, though, does not proceed from the heavenly father. Why? Because it is secular. It is far removed from the purposes of glory. A lot of folk. Uh, folks love to quote, I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But they become mere words of like a poetic language with none effect. But let's connect that with faith unto God and watch God creating you a clean heart and renew a right spirit within you. Amen. Amen. And then you will do as the will of God wants you to do. See, God's mind is not what pop culture promotes. Uh, pop culture promotes a love for passing things. So many people and churches are seeking such fulfillment, but the human heart can never find satisfaction with these passing things, these finite pleasures. This message is an exhortation to all souls that seek to be true disciples of the Lord Jesus and his faithful workers in his local churches. Amen. Uh, and all of these so-called disciples should be seeking to do whatever Jesus commands for them to do. We may be in the midst of a culture that seems to have a majority rule for lifestyles without God's rules. But God's spirit is here 
And he's here to encourage each and every one of us uh, who are yet, amen, in living in a faithful mindset um, that we will subscribe to a holy living in a spiritually fallen world. We need to subscribe to holy living. What kind of living? Holy, holy living. Where? In a spiritually fallen world. So let's talk about that today. Holy living in a spiritually fallen world. If you have a mind to please God, uh, then you must realize that it is high time to focus on what his mission is. Not our own mission, not our subculture uh, and its traditions, uh, what they pres prescribe as a, a, a purpose. But the true unadulterated word of God, as revealed by the Holy Ghost, whatever God's mind is trying to communicate, that's what we're seeking after diligently. Amen. Amen. With a fervent obedience. This message offers encouragement and how that process can be a successful reality of your everyday life experience. Let's ponder now three very important things that we should know. First, let's take note that in Luke 24, 48 and 49, we find that the disciples were witnesses of what? The resurrection. They were given orders to go forth as heralds of the glorious gospel message. But first, they had to do something. They had to wait for the promise of the Father. In other words, for the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Then they would be endued with divine power to bear witness to Jesus who had been risen from the dead. Amen. Ah, uh, but take note that in verse 49, in order for Christ's disciples to accomplish this task of the Great Commission as ordered by Jesus himself, they had to realize that they, number one, needed power. Amen. Jesus promised them power from on high. And they were to what? Remain in Jerusalem. Tarry. In Jerusalem, this tarrying was not some kind of a repetitive seance like uh, repetition of an activity gathered around some altar in the front or on your knees somewhere in the local facility of worship and instruct instructed in the choreographed uh, prose and poetry in the prophetic that you should say and utter certain things repetitively and clap and amen and then and, 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 and keep going real fast until uh, a tongue comes out of your mouth that you don't recognize. Amen. And some will call it that you are speaking as the, the, the Holy Ghost gives utterance. But a lot of folk doing that have not been delivered from things. A lot of people haven't given their heart over to Jesus all the way. There may be an impediment in there. If there's a little impediment of sin, amen, a little yeast, what happens to it? Oh, it's going to leaven the whole lump. It's going to take over the whole self. And 
Jesus said, if a little bit of darkness is in there, the whole thing is dark. So everybody uttering certain gibberish sounding words around an altar are not necessarily uttering as the spirit of God gives utterance. There has to be an education of what sort these utterances are. And in days to come, weeks to come, we will be pondering such thought. But let's just look at what the scripture is offering us for right now. I just don't want you to be confused. Those who have been privy to certain denominational teachings and experiences wherein the phrase uh, tarry ye might be used. But this scripture is showing us uh, it's giving us one of the very significant reasons why we need the indwelling power of the Holy Ghost. We cannot live a holy and separated life in this present world that is so full of sin without his presence in our life. The presence of the Holy Ghost is living proof of our risen Lord. This leads us to the second point, that number two, he must be in charge, not us. Amen. A lot of folks say, I received the Holy Ghost, but I'm going to go yonder's way and do this and do that and carry on with this business and this here business. They give you a whole big testimony and none of it has said that if God wills, I feel God leading me to do this, uh, this or that. Amen. I tarried and fasted and God gave me this. And he has confirmed it in the mouth of his people in worship. Amen. And such things like that. Folks aren't waiting. They're going to do whatever they feel is right most of the time in their own eyes. This is nothing new. It happened in the ancient day. Even in the dark times before the New Testament started to be written. It was yet being prophesied about. And folks were doing things. Whatever was right in their own eyes. There had to be a renaissance uh, of Christ. Amen. He said, uh, in the darkness, there had been what a great light. And upon the people, the light did shine. Amen. That light is the light of the world. His name is Jesus. Yeah. The light of the world. The gospels proclaimed about the light of the world. And the epistles began to explain what the light of the world should have done to you. Because the devil, even though God was sowing seeds of holiness, the devil began also to sow seeds in a counter kind of mission to counter sow against the growth of holiness. So he would sprinkle in and join churches with doctrines of devils. And the New Testament has epistles with warnings. About false teachers, my God. People started having their own culture apart from God. When you add a little bit of something else, it is now not the culture of God. You take away a little bit from the word of God, it is not anymore the counsel of the Most High God. It has been messed with. It is an adulterated word. But the Holy Ghost reveals truth from the unadulterated Word. Make sure you are reading and meditating upon by the Holy Ghost power the unadulterated Word of God. That's right. Or you will be in a faulty spot in your life. Yes. 
Thank God. God must be in charge, not us. Not the culture we live in, not the subcultures of Ecclesia that we live in either. And most certainly not the kingdom of darkness. A holy witness of Jesus must first live the experience of repentance and remission of sins before they preach these things in his name to all others. It's a shame, though, that a lot of preachers and teachers today have now nullified the power of repentance. Nullified, amen, the need for repentance and remission of sins. Our sins have already been remitted to Ah, uh, we know that, but there's a certain threshold of faith you must cross into. It's called, amen, being brought from death to life. And there's a way to find out if you have been brought from death to life. It's because now you have the living love, Jesus, in your heart and mind. We know that you have passed from death to life because you love the brethren. Amen. You're going to love them the way God said love them. Not love them and fatten them up with barbecue and give them backpacks for school and their soul is still on its way to hell. God said the truth comes to reveal things. Light comes, amen, that the sickness can be found out, pulled out, amen, nullified and canceled out, amen, that sin might be destroyed. Jesus came to what? Destroy the works of the devil. We can't get healed in church today. Why? Because folk don't want to have the truth lit up in their life. Don't speak the truth to me. Oh, don't tell me about myself. But Jesus told folk about themselves. Then they got healed. Then they got delivered. A lot of times the Holy Ghost had already been working with folk. And then they came to Jesus, submitted already and said, Sir, I need you to pray for my daughter, she's away over there across town. Jesus says she's already healed. Go on back home. Because they came with the faith. He didn't have to convince them. They were already convinced and they came to Jesus as they were. Come as ye are, already worked on by the Holy Ghost. And then as, as you seek his face to amen, be consecrated, God said, I will consecrate you completely. That's the whole process. Whatever the holy work started, had been started in you. Amen. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. Amen. He's working it out. But we don't allow him to work it out. We don't want truth. Folks aren't healed because they run away from the truth. John 3 said it. People don't come to the light lest they be what? Reprove. Reprove. They don't want to be reproved. They don't want to be what? Corrected. They don't want to be told they are lost and without hope. Uh, you have, amen, missed the mark. They don't want to be told that uh, you are, amen, as the people were when in Babylon. They were having a party with all the stuff that came out of the house of God, using God's cups for the wrong thing. Mene, mene, tekel, hufarsen. God wrote his handprint all on the wall. God's graffiti. Amen. He put the prophetic graffiti all up on a party wall. Amen. You have been weighed in the ballots and found in wants. God will find you out your what? Sin. 
will find you out. Sin might have a glorious moment for a minute, but after this comes the judgment. Will you be ready? For in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. God said, I must be in charge. I created this world. How dare you uh, worship the universe? How dare you speak things about the universe when it was I that made you, not ye yourselves? You're supposed to enter into the gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise. Be thankful unto me and bless my name. That's what you ought to be doing. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We come to number three. A new godly attitude towards sin is a must. A new godly attitude towards sin. I didn't say our subculture attitude towards sin. Why? Because we are so tolerant of everything. Mm. We, we're so left wing. Amen. Land from down under locality of where we are in our sin. <laughs> we think, though, that we have arrived. We call evil things holy. Yeah. Holy things evil. God forbid. We need a new godly attitude towards sin. And it's a must. 1 John 3 8 told us some children are so like their parents that you couldn't lose them in a crowd. This is true of God's children and of the devil's children. He who sins is of the, uh, the devil, right? Amen. And the devil uh, sinned from the beginning. Yes. The thought here is he who practices sin. What is of the devil? Mm -hmm. The devil has been sinning continuously as related to the motive of his fallen characteristics uh, in his evil behavior from the beginning. That is, from the first time that he did sin. All his children follow him in this broad way. The Bible calls it the broad way. Many will find that way. But few there be that find the holy, narrow way. God says in his word that he calls to all souls. He says all souls are mine, and they, but they have a right to choose. Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. Amen. Amen. God says, yes, many are called, but what few are chosen. That means few become the chosen. You have to choose to be chosen. Choose to become the choice representatives of God. You can allow the Holy Ghost to do a work in you so that, amen, when the time comes for you to go to heaven for your time of judgment, you will have allowed the Holy Ghost to do what he came to do instead of ignoring him, hardening your heart, closing up your ears, covering your eye. You don't want to hear uh, or see uh, or know about anything the Holy Ghost is trying to do for you. You don't want anything about the auspices of God's holiness. You want to do whatever you were born and shaped in iniquity to do and think and say. When you ignore the Holy Ghost all the way to the end of your journey, the Holy Ghost will go back to God. And what's going to happen to your soul? You will be lost without hope, separated eternally from God because you failed the test. I don't want to fail the test. I want to hear what thus says the Lord. The day you hear his voice, 
Harden not your heart. As in the day of provocation, when the people of God were provoking God all in the wilderness, instead of going a few days' journey into the promised land, 40 years had to go by, and the uh, evil, rebellious ones died off, and God had to reteach the youth to come on up and be holy. My God, we can't be of the sort that go about doing whatever is right in our own eyes. We need new eyes. We need a new mind. We need a new heart. Stop wrestling with the old heart. When God comes in and helps you to be born again, you're given a new heart. A new creation, says the Lord. Jew and Gentile come together and form the church. And the church will have a new heart. We don't wrestle around town with the old heart. I think I can manage sin. We can't manage sin. We were created and shaped in God's image. God didn't create us to manage sin. We're supposed to, amen, not allow sin to abide on the inside. When we taste sin and start dealing with sin, sin is going to accomplish what it is set out to do, to kill you. You think you're thrilling yourself, but you're killing yourself. We got to rid ourselves of our satanic toys. My God, one of the biggest toys today is the TV. We allow the TV to carry us hither and thither. My God. But we got to be as the Holy Ghost. Amen. Teaches us to be. We should start now having a distaste for what is distasteful to God. Amen. And and not even want to gaze upon what is unsightly according to the holy eyes of God. Give me holy eyes, oh God. Give me a holy insight so that I can have a holy hindsight and a holy foresight in the name of Jesus. Help me to see ahead so that I don't go into, amen, trespasses and sin and all kind of traps the devil got set for me ahead in this journey. Give me, oh God, holy foresight. Sight. Oh God, help me, oh God, to have a Holy Ghost foresight in the name of Jesus. Oh, help me, Lord, to see ahead so I don't fall prey to all the temptations that the devil has set up for me. Oh, help us. We can't do it in and of ourselves. Stop wrestling with the old heart. Live according to what God says is in his word for the new heart. Feed the new heart. Meditate day and night. Pray earnestly before you even read it, while you're reading it, and after you read it. Amen. And the Holy Ghost will do what he came to do. Uh, If you want to be one who has a victorious life, we must first adhere to what God is saying. Submit, therefore, to God. Then you will be enabled by the Holy Ghost to know how to fight, how to resist. The devil. That means fight the devil. You don't just block all the time. Blocking is good. Shield of faith blocks. Helmet of salvation blocks. Amen. The loins girded with truth have a certain ability to block. Amen. But I need that sword of the spirit, which is amen, hidden. Uh, Hide the word in your heart. It's down up in your secret pocket. And you bring it out. And the rhema word comes out. How do you beat the devil? With the word of God. I didn't say the adulterated word of God. I said with the word of God. What did Jesus do? He preached and taught the word of God. When the devil came and gave him alternatives, Jesus just quoted from 
the Old Testament that was already written. He said, it is just as it's written. He was giving them Deuteronomy. Amen. Hallelujah. He was giving them Leviticus. Oh, hallelujah, God. Hey, we got the whole word of God. We should be able to fight the devil a little better than we fight them. We got the Old and the New Testament. But what are we doing? Hallelujah. We better eat up the whole word of God. And then we will be given the new godly attitude towards sin. Hallelujah. What will be the outcome? We will have a victorious character. Amen. What the world needs now are incredible holy witnesses of the power of Jesus. When the real Jesus is alive on the inside, no one in this world or the spirit world can what change our mind. Because he has created in us a new mind. In other words, he has taken residence in our mind and heart. That's how God intended for it to be. The spirit in us, regenerated by the Holy Spirit, is in communion with God. And it's telling our soul and mind of what sort it is. But when you're born a sheep, then iniquity is the opposite. The sinful body tells the soul what to meditate on. And then it gives you the wrong character, which is your unregenerated spirit. It'll tell it'll now give you an evil thing to hide in your heart. What's being meditated upon in your secret thought life is going to be a deadly thing. But God wants us to have a victorious character. God inverts that the way it should have been in the first place. The Holy Spirit in there rejuvenating your spirit. And now it's kicking the devil out. Hallelujah. God said, no, no longer will the Canaanite will be allowed in the holy place. No, I'm kicking sin out of here. Hallelujah. You have no course and residence. You have no part, no lot in this matter. Lose your whole out of here. Clean the temple. It's the prayer temple. It's not a den of thieves. Loose out of here. You stealer, robber, you killer. Hallelujah. The devil seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he wants to do on the inside of us. Wreck our personality. Wreck our life. Wreck our rep. Amen. Oh, but God came that we will have life and life more abundantly. And abundantly doesn't mean riches and and, and bling bling. It means you have a right relationship, intimacy with God. And, and, And what God reveals in his word, you are privy to it. You are living by it. Amen. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of what? Living water. That means you're going to walk and not be weary, run and not faint. You're not going to give up. That's what that means. You're going to have a victorious character. You're not going to let the devil talk you into stuff. Give him the word. You're not going to know the rhema word of God to give him if you're not meditating on the word day and night. We forget things. I don't care if you have a double doctorate degree. You don't keep reading the way you need to read. It's going to be as if you don't have anything. I used to know a lot of calculus, math. I haven't dealt with it in a while. Now, uh, F and X, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what the derivative means hardly anymore. What's cosine? What's tangent's name? Amen. My my mind went on a tangent somewhere else. And so I can't find a cotangent. My God, I've forgotten it. Because I didn't meditate on it day and night. 
I meditate on the holy word day and night. When the devil comes, I can't say derivative. Uh, F and X. I got to say Jesus. Loose your home. Hallelujah. Get out of my soul. In the name of Jesus. Is that the name of Jesus? Not our intellect. It's the name of our Jesus. Not my feelings that are mushy gushy. Faith is not a feeling. I need Jesus. That's how I'm going to be victorious. Jesus is the living word and the holy word of God. And the revelation of the holy word of God comes through the living Holy Ghost on the inside of you. So feed your new man. Feed your new heart. Stop wrestling with the old heart. It's torn apart. God gave me an uneven exchange. I said, here go my tore uh, old heart that I was born with. He said, here's a brand new heart. Amen. And now it's going to, amen, creating you a clean heart. And, and a new spirit, a new heart, new spirit, amen, new purpose. Folks are running around town with the vernacular of the world. I tell you, when things happen to folk, and then I hear the young people say, oh, karma, karma. But that's not the vernacular of the Holy Ghost. Uh, God is a God that says, uh, you reap what? What you sow. Amen. I want to reap good things. So I got to plant good things. When I plant, I got to have the right soil. The Holy Ghost trying to close this thing out. When I go into the soil, I got to look at what sort the soil is. Maybe there's stones down there. Maybe there's impediments that's blocking. Maybe there's a poisonous root in there. I got to dig that stuff out of there. For if you don't, you're going to be hardened in your sins. And the weeds always find a way, don't they? You have your nice, pretty little organized, orderly little garden. It's so nice. Fenced off so predators can't come in and mess it up. Amen? Puppies can't come in and poop all in your garden. No, no, no. My God. But amen. Weeds somehow blow in the wind. And sometimes little birds bring uh, uh, all the pollen from the weeds. And find their, their way down there. And the devil knows how to counter so. I don't care how good you made that sword. The devil will find a way to try to, to ooze his way right on in. Spy. Unawares. Faulty teachers come. That's how it works. Amen. But you have to learn how to what? Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Amen. Because the devil's always watching. And amen, praying upon. Uh, but we got to watch and P-R-A-Y. Because the devil is watching and he's using P-R-E-Y against us. But the P-R-A-Y has an anointing on the inside. And I'm going to pray unto God. Amen. Shout with the voice of triumph. The Holy Ghost is going to bring back to my memory everything the Holy Ghost had me meditating upon. And when the devil comes with an alternate thought, I'm going to give him what the word of God truly said. If you are a little confused as to what the word is saying, then you're going to say, I think the word is saying this. I think there's a gray area, so perhaps I could consider what you are saying, devil. Folks are having conversations, endearing conversations of tolerable thought processes with the devil. Yes. And he makes them managers of the old hearts. 
Oh, we'll just do this and that. You will be all right. That's what he did to Adam and Eve. But no, we need to attend to the new heart that God has given us. Neglect the old heart. We don't need it anymore. Attend to the new heart. Feed it. Live a victorious Christian life. Jesus says, let the Holy Ghost come in. You stay in prayer and let the Holy Ghost come in. That tarry ye, tarry was a Greek word. Minnow, minnow, it means abide, stay put, be steadfast, don't move, be unmovable, stay right there. But the thing is, we get distracted. We use all kind of other things to get us satisfied on the inside. But God said, you don't need a sensual satisfaction. You need the satisfaction that comes from the eternal power of the Holy Ghost. That's how you're going to sanctify yourself and draw nigh to God. In return, uh, God will draw nigh to us, right, and sanctify us in a complete way, in a way that we could never accomplish in and of ourselves. He pulls us up to where we belong, stationed in his stable and sure foundation of eternal excellence. Isn't that a domain of safety and salvation and power and love? Don't you want to be there? Amen. Why not trust him to make you a holy witness that will be a light to this dark world? He can completely save each and every one of us from everything that has become a distraction. My God. And the things that will inevitably turn our mind away from him and away from his eternal safety. We got to give our all to Jesus and become a holy witness empowered exclusively by his presence alone. When do we got to do that? Right now. Amen. Tomorrow's not promise. Amen. Let's not think about, oh, what about this? What about that? What about? No, 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 no. Let's think about this moment right here and right now, because this is the moment for all eternity right here and right now. So, Father God, we lift our hearts and hands up to heaven. We are calling for you to do what only you can do. Creating us a clean heart, renew a right spirit. If we have the new heart and right spirit, Lord, now we give the Holy Ghost access to it. Some of us need to say that. Here's my heart. I give you access, Holy Spirit. Come in, breathe upon me the the breath of life, and I will be renewed. I pray that you refresh me, regenerate me the more. Help me to feel the power of God ever so burning as a bright light that I have, amen, given over to God. And I will be like the five wise versions, my vessel full of oil. The oil is the presence of the Holy Ghost coming to do what he came to do. And the power of God's presence is his lit up self. He's a light. He's a fire that burns up the dross of sin. He's an ever consuming fire. He is the one that's going to ignite the flame and the oil is going to burn. And we're going to have that Holy Ghost burning. Let your lamps be what? Trimmed and burning. Burn with the Holy Ghost. Oh, Holy Ghost, burn in me, I pray. Take out the, oh God, that sinful satisfaction. Replace it with your holy eternal satisfaction that's going to last forever. Sin has satisfaction that lasts for a minute. But I want the eternal satisfaction in Jesus' righteous holy name. I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. 
We of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you. Thank you.